You ready, Jason? Born ready. All right, let's do it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Four jobbers podcast this week we are only three jobbers we're missing one shout out to the wax mamba the son of the dentist that snaky waxy son of a gun he's taking the week off we wish him well who do we have here though we have a couple of rats we have of course the body from kirk Cuddy. jordan Dees, all the way from edinburgh scotland feeling a little bit under the weather big man What's going on? Mm. Oh, boys. Mm. <laughs> steaming. Nah. Uh, no, I'm not steaming. I wish I was steaming. Uh, I am I'm drinking chamomile tea and, and oh. hot orange and all these kind of things to soothe the old throat. Um, hot yeah. Pause. yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good, isn't it? No? What's a hot, what's hot orange? I don't understand. Like, or- like orange juice, but hot. What do you mean? Oh, what do you call, you call it? We call it juice. We call it um, diluting juice, but you call it squash, oh. I think, or whatever. Squash no. juice, like you just mean like the concentrated juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you put and water. And you heat that it. up. Oh yeah. Beta. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, they work. No, this is new to me. Tell me. I, I'm, I'm interested. You never heard I'm intrigued. That? If it makes you feel better, great. Oh eat up yeah. Some brew. Nah, well, no, no. We'll get, chill out, right? Wait, like, room temp you know, or warm? Nah, like hot. Like, oh. oof, that's warm, eh? So, Jason, you know what diluting juice is? Uh, putting water in your juice? You buy like a big thing of juice, but it's concentrated. So you have to add water. I, ju- I don't know what you call it. Oh, yeah, I used to do that all the time. You get the frozen containers yeah, and we you get, dump them in. They don't really have the... the frozen ones there. At least I never saw them. But well, do, oh. do you know how you get like Kool-Aid that comes in a sachet or whatever? Imagine sachet. that. Sachet. A sachet, hey. Um, imagine <laughs> that, but like sachet. in a concentrated liquid. So you put it in, and then you add water to it to make it the drink. That's what I got, except frozen. Well, there you go. Well, as this... a kid, we'd get it frozen in like this can. You open the can. No, no, you wouldn't get the can. So you, it'd be rare up. when Brad no, would no, no, have no, no, the frozen no. cans. You'd have can. the pure, no, no. straight Never. from. Uh... We had lots. Of, we had the the premium can. No, we yeah. still had the canned juice. I remember you not having a lot of cans, specifically. You always had the no. juice, like the $10 carton years of fresh and juice. Years. It was, no, that was like on a rare occasion, like around Christmas and stuff, we got the actual, like the nice Florida orange Christmas juice. juice. Most of the time, we're, it's Minute made, and it came in a frozen fucking tube, and there's like fruit punch and orange juice. Frozen tube. And you put it I into think... the, the, your juice jug. Well, no, but was, like that a, fr- was that frozen because it comes frozen or because it's just Canada? Like... Did it actually <laughs> it come normal? It comes frozen, yeah. Yeah, no, because... Like, that's why I didn't understand diluting juice when I went there. We don't have, like, you don't go to the store and buy, like, concentrated juice off the shelf like you would there. That's why when yeah. I went to Scotland and they had diluting juice, I poured myself a glass and just swigged it. And I was oh, like, yeah, fucking nuts. Yeah, and I was it was like, one of the greatest things I've ever seen you do was do that. But, <laughs> but, like, yeah, you get a bottle and it's like, oh, yeah, this will make 60 drinks or whatever. Yeah. Because you put a little bit in the glass and then fill it with water. So do the same, but just with hot water and it soothes the old throat, you know? Yeah, I don't understand why we had the frozen one, though. Uh, again, I'll, I'll, probably because you're in Canada and it just froze <laughs> just... on the way to you. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it comes like this. 
That's so weird. Like it a Pillsbury fucking tube. And you put it in. Yeah, you don't have to tear water. it open though, surely. You, there's like a peel at the top. And you lift what? off the, the can. Yeah, it's Canada so bizarre. Is so messed up. I, I know. <laughs> well, basically, <laughs> for those that. who are listening, whether it's diluted <laughs> juice or Minute Maid tear frozen tubes or whatever they're called, <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling great this week. Um, I have done, uh, let me just check, I've done nine COVID tests. All of them have been <laughs> negative. Jeez. Um, so yeah, like I think. Are you the only hoping for I'm, a positive? Why are you doing nine? Yeah, to be you honest, don't accept yeah. it. To be honest, the only reason I'm doing as many is obviously for work. I need to be negative to be to go back and then symptom free and all this kind of stuff. But then I'm also living with other people, so I just want to make sure that if I do uh, one, it doesn't. You know, I do one and I go cool, that's it. But then I turn positive in three days or whatever. So. Yeah, I'm just being being overly cautious. I'm being a bit Jason about the whole thing. You know? mm, indeed. Mm. Speaking I'm not, of, I'm not I'm not Jason. overly cautious about it anymore though. About other things maybe, but about you introduce this? yourself, Jason. Who are you? Huh? Oh, introduce yourself. <laughs> the third member of the Jobbers podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's um, all we need. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> no, I forgot what I was gonna say because. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. You were going to talk about uh, Jordan and saying that he's oversensitive Jason style right now because he's living with people and he was doing many COVID tests. Yes, he's doing many COVID tests and he's oversensitive, I guess. Um, how am I doing? I had something to say, but I completely forgot. <laughs> so well, let's move on. Yeah, let's let's. Why don't you introduce yourself? Who who are you? We didn't do your introduction yet. Man, you know who I am. If you're listening, you damn well know who I am. No. <laughs> oh. Who are you? The enigmatic, charismatic son of a bitch, Jason. They hate Jason. The man with the nicest bin this side of West Texas. West Texas. Side of, I don't know. I don't know what to say. What do you say? <laughs> the side of the what? Like, what's the thing now? <laughs> the side of the Mississippi. Not even Jason can introduce himself. That, that my whole is... brain just went blank. Uh, well, if Wait, let me just restart here. There. One sec. Right, here we go. Are you restart your brain. Yeah, one sec. But you can continue. No, I want to oh, see what Oh, wait, happens. we used to continue and then just <laughs> wait yeah, for you to reset yourself. I was trying to see okay. what was happening with him. But, I mean, I mean, we might as well start getting into some of the wrestling sort of stuff. This is a wrestling podcast. I'll tell you a little bit. The rundown, we have some news coming at you. We want to talk about the week that was in the wrestling world. It seems, it, it sort of feels like the Royal Rumble was a month ago. But it really wasn't that long ago, was it? It's, it's a weird Because feeling. the next pay-per-view is no. three weeks and it's a big uh, one. rather oh than a God. full month. Like multiple elimination chambers? Yeah. Yeah, they've had that before. But I just mean it's turning into a quite an event. You have a fucking Royal Rumble, and then three weeks later, we have a double elimination chamber, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Sa- <laughs> Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. Saudi Arabia. I don't know if I've said this before, but if they don't want to bring back the original chamber, or at least a more spacious original-looking chamber... I don't really want to see the match anymore. Like personally, I'm kind of done with the match. It came in as a brutal, horrible structure. And then it just gradually turned into like, you know, there's gym mats outside instead of, the, yeah. you know, I understand it's safer and I just rather not see it though. Then I don't know. It's just me. It's mad. Like I watched, um, the, one of the episodes of ruthless aggression Two on the WWE network mm. or on Peacock Peacock or whatever you guys call it over there. <laughs> no, we have and the network still. Oh, in Canada. Oh, 
Yeah, no. still got the well, network. Yeah, but it's we do sports. No Net? peacock. No. Well, no. We have it. We have it jankily, an American account. It was still not Peacock. No, it's through Sportsnet through Rogers. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, so yeah, there was an episode of Ruthless Election Two where they talk about the the chamber, and I was like, oh, this would be interesting to see. And honestly, every single member of the first match is sitting there. This is going to be an absolute nightmare. Like, we, how are we going to fit up there? How are we going to do this? How are we going to jump from that spot? How are we going to get getting that? Creative. Yeah, Rob Van Dam was like, amazing. Uh, yeah, trying like, to get up it, there and like figure. Yeah, it, out. it was creative. It was beautiful. I remember watching it live. It was insane. It was one of the most wild nights of my life as a kid because I was I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're right. Now that it's a little bit safer. I imagine and I'm not saying I d- I'm, I'm upset it's safer. No, Obviously, no. I'm happy, it's just it's, it's easier for them to not, work in. It's, uh, but it's not just that it's safer. Yeah, it's set up. Like all all the areas are perfectly set up now. Yeah. Like oh, we we saw everything they started to do. Like you gave them the chamber, and like you said, they looked at it. They were dissecting it. What can I do? They they were thinking all their spots. And once all those have been established, like, like going through the uh, the pod is always has to happen now. Climbing up yeah. the cage and going on top of the pod, like all these spots have now been established. So now they've been it's the kind of like cages um, built around the spots rather than the spots being done camouflage yeah. them. Despite do, yeah. do you know do you know when you you play a video game and uh, there's like. I'm trying to think of one for an example. You ever played Horizon? Yes. No. Yeah. Okay. So Horizon's Horizon. Horizon. Oh, yeah, Horizon's played played yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, Brad's yeah. like, no, he yeah. just played it. <laughs> I thought he said Se- second one coming out Destiny. soon. But Destiny. Yeah, it's Destiny. Amazing like, no, game. Horizon. In Horizon, one of the most beautiful the new games one's coming out. ever Let's made. Go. Can't can't wait. I'm going to be buzzing about nah. that. But in Horizon, do you know when Aloy. she goes to uh, you know climb from one bit to another? There's yeah. these yellow hand hooks all the way yeah. up, and you're like, mm, one, "Now I instantly know where I'm going to be climbing because I can yeah. see these hand hooks." It's the same with the, the elimination chamber. Feels, you're kind of like, "Yeah, I know what's going to happen because I can see where the spots are going to be set up." Mm-hmm. You've got like this roof on the thing. What do you call it? Like the pod that I know that they can stand on now. There's so. a lot of room now, right? Yeah. There's a lot of room <laughs> to make it like. Don't make it so perfect right a little bit of griminess makes it seem like they're doing something they shouldn't be doing exactly something that they're meant to do that's supposed to do that we know is coming i mean i agree with you 100 percent. there's got to be a way to camouflage it and and make it more uh surprising make it uh, a little bit less obvious because right now it doesn't work but we'll see we'll see it could be interesting like the matches that we're going to get i'm not overly excited by but in time, you know, we've got three weeks. Is it three weeks that we might unfold some story? Oh, it's I next week. Down to two weeks? Two weeks? Next oh, week. No, wait. Yeah, not Super Bowl enough. weekend. The weekend after? Super Bowl is this weekend. It's next weekend. Yes. Wow. That's, uh, Jordan, are you watching the Super Bowl? Um, when is it? Not. It's this coming it's, weekend. As in Sunday, Sunday night? Well, the, yeah, Sunday, the 13th. Sunday evening for you. Oh, no, it's going to be like 11 be like, p.m., yeah. Yeah, oh, it'll be midnight for me. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> I normally try and stay up and watch a little bit. I normally make it to about the halftime show, watch that. Halftime show this. should be fucking sick this, this is, is it. Yeah, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Eminem. Dog, uh, Kendrick, Mary I've seen, I've seen Eminem live. I've actually been to so see have him. So we, now. mate. Um, yeah, we were, I was about to say, it's crazy. We're, we're so lucky. Well, I mean, obviously, growing up, one of... You know, so influential for us. Listen to him maybe more than any other artist until I discovered Kanye. I didn't. I wasn't really? a big fan. I wasn't allowed to listen to him when I was fan. 
oh, yeah, when true. he came out until Dr. later. Dr. Dre 2 was one of the first albums that uh, blew my mind. When I got Dre 2001, I walked over to Zeller's <laughs> and bought it. And my mom found it and took it away from me. And I had to go get another one. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Because she opened up the case and it's just Dr. Dre on his mixing board in his, like his face in a bag of weed. <laughs> and she's I like, should do. Ah! <laughs> but Limp Biscuit and everything else like that. Marshall Mathers, she didn't see anything bad with it. So I got to listen to mm. that. <laughs> but yeah. Limp Biscuit. Just listen to it for two minutes and you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk some wrestling. So Wrestling. This is normally the point where Waxman would jump in and go, This is the news. Waxman's um, news of the week. Do, 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 there we go. This is the news. Jobber drops are back. Hey, yeah. Shout out to Waxy. Let's go. Wax, you big snake. We love you. Um, <laughs> so there's been a couple of things that have happened, obviously, in the week of wrestling that was that we can, of course, dive into. There's a couple of things that I wanted to, to touch on um, in particular. Tonight. Tonight, I want to talk about tonight. Yeah, to, to tonight? tonight. Tonight, as we record this, we have no idea what's going to happen, but it looks like there is going to be somebody coming through the forbidden door. Into How do we know a- this? E- well, we know this because Tony Khan himself has said it, right? So he tweeted out saying <laughs> that, that, oh, by the way, somebody's going to be on Dynamite next week and they're coming through the forbidden door. But that's pretty much it. That's all we really got from him. And they've managed to keep it pretty quiet until now. There's been a lot of uh, speculation about who it might be. There's been a lot of chat about certain people, other people being ruled out because of non-compete clauses and all of this kind of stuff. What are some of the names that you guys have been hearing uh, put out there, Jason and Jordan? I mean, one of the big um, ones for me was Jeff. Jeff Hardy was... Uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the money. Genuinely, money. like Triple H, I've, I've been hearing as well. Imagine. Right? Yeah, the Undertaker. So it's going to be there, like... like um, Ryback or something. What, that what, is another what forbidden one. Forbidden door is he coming through? Let's <laughs> go through the fucking. Sewers. I have I have heard uh, Ryback as well, but that would I be mean, amazing. It, oh Bray Wyatt. Yeah Bray. I mean, God. it's it's going to be big. It's going to be big. From from what I've heard, it's not. It's Could not it somebody Sasha small. Banks? Could it be someone like that? <sighs> well, I mean, it's no. it's. It, it's a guy because it's a Oh, wait, against... hold on, hold on. Is it someone that's signed with AEW or just someone visiting? Well, it's, it seems to be a new signing is what they're saying. It's okay, be so it can't be Sasha Banks. Coming through the forbidden door. So it seems like it's somebody that's going to be signing, but it's also I have no part doors. of... Per, per, <laughs> really? <laughs> you as a lucky girl. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, I just don't really know what's... You know who it's going to be. They've actually managed to keep it pretty damn quiet. But I'm trying to work out who I would care about if they turned up. But also, if it's not somebody I care about, it's going to flop hard. That's it. The hype now is crazy. Yeah, crazy hype. So you would hope it's someone that you can't help but care about. Someone so big, you can't help. I mean, another name that pops to my mind. But again, I'm trying to work out when they were released as Keith Lee. Mm. But again, is he on a honeymoon Carrying Cross. Carrying Cross is another one, but again, Carrying, he really has... that's not a forbidden door. He's a free agent, no? So what's the forbidden door mean? Does the forbidden door mean someone who's with another company, like, currently? that's That's what I think it... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Like we had Mickey James come through the forbidden, the forbidden door. door. She's currently yeah. signed with another company, wearing another company's championship. 
and competed in the WWE premium live event, the hmm. Royal fucking Rumble. Of okay, all so tell me, so tell me this then: Do you think that WWE will allow one of their talent, while currently signed for WWE, to no. appear at AEW? No, I do. No. I do. I, I, I don't see it happening. If I'm that, if because the new guy right in, in charge, Con over there on the WWE side is so business focused, right? And he's like, we want our tentacles in everything. We want don't to be talk a part about of tentacles and octopus spin monsters. <laughs> I'm just getting over it. All right. We we got to ask Chad Gable and uh, and the Alpha Academy what's going on with it with the octopus. But yeah, I really feel like it seems like they want to be a part of all these things. They could have a little a little you know a little piece of the pie. They want to be everywhere. They want to do this. Send a superstar over there and see what happens, right? They just did it with Mickey James. It worked. If they did, could you imagine a current WWE superstar rolling through that door? Maybe it's wishful thinking, but from a business perspective, they're going to be talking about what happened on AEW, but WWE is being mentioned all over that. WWE is the reason why your show is being mentioned. That's a good point. Like ultimately, from a purely marketing or business point of view, does it make sense? Yeah, yeah. I wondered if actually it was going to be somebody who they have released, but they've allowed to break, for lack of a better phrase, their non-compete. Because okay. technically they're still signed in a way. Yeah, whatever. You could be signed for years after your contract ends or is broken. Yeah. Maybe not so ends, I, but it's broken or whatever. Yeah, so I, I wonder if it's going to be somebody that we're kind of ruling out because of this non-compete. But actually, John Cena. Oh, that would be insane. <laughs> John Cena versus CM insane. Punk. Let's go. Push your TV show. Push WWE. You can talk about what's it? Uh, Peacemaker, pacemaker, something like that. I don't know. It looks funny. The pacemaker. Pacemaker. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gonna need one after watching that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, it's. You know what you're gonna expect from a John Cena TV show, right? It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna be solid. Is it going to yeah, be? Remember how funny Wipeout was? Was it called Wipeout? His show? Uh, yeah. So his version of Wipeout so is so forced, funny. Like, like is someone that, hits the wall and be like, "Is that like Boy, the he really castle hit that hard? The obstacle course where yeah, you fall yeah, in the water." So we've got Wipeout here, <laughs> and it's hosted by just jobbers, and it's class. There was a Canadian one. There was a, hmm, an American one. We get the American one. I don't like stuff that's so obvious. To make you like laugh at this right now, zoom in and make it extra loud and put put noises. Bong, but isn't that what's booming on TikTok and and Reels? Isn't that what it is? Super obvious trash is mostly popular because it's pop. It's it's broad comedy and it, it doesn't appeal to specific people, but it appeals Us. to the larger <laughs> audience, doesn't it? Just like wrestling. That's WWE's that that WWE, is the WWE, WWE, WWE yeah. product. Yeah, mm-hmm. disappoint, 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 disappoint. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited about tonight. I by the time that all the jobbers and the jobber verse or the jobber nation or the jobber Olympics or whatever it is, by the time they all listen to this, they'll know who it is. So we'll be tweeting about it. Check us out we'll on social be, media. Maybe one of us was right. Who jobs. knows? Who knows? Um, if you do, you win a t-shirt. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be there within one to a thousand one business full year. days. Yeah. <laughs> At least. <clears throat> I told you I wasn't well. It just creeps up on me, you know? It's all right, Jordan. <clears throat> Boys, I'm fucking... There we go. <laughs> um, is it recording? Is it, is it recording? <laughs> wow. I'm so oh, glad that you managed ballet. to keep that. Oh, she's the greatest. 
Unbelievable. So glad that she was okay with all that. And she took care of you, so shout out to her. Because well, we need you safe and sound. The valley is uh, is one of a kind, and she puts up with the body. One of a kind! Great song. Uh, um, are we doing one bad, one bad? Uh, one good, one bad? <laughs> we, is that well, all the news? Is there not, is absolutely there get to that, but there is a little bit more news that I want to talk about, Jason. You steaming idiot. Yeah, you um, stupid idiot. So what's what's going on? Shane McMahon. Great What's going question. on there? So, obviously, we saw him in the Rumble, and it looked yeah. like there was going to be something set up between him and somebody in the Rumble for either Elimination Chamber or Mania. And all we're now hearing is Shane McMahon is being given the boot because he <clears throat> disagreed with the decision. And uh, I th- what's happening? I thought it was just they didn't want to, it wasn't like throwing him out like uh, jazz on Fresh Prince. It was just like, we don't <laughs> want to go through with this storyline anymore. It doesn't work for us, don't they? They switch storylines every day. They change their minds, don't they? Like but They released him. Maybe. What does that mean, though? How can you, you can't, I mean, he's not talent, is he? He's a, uh, he, he must was, be signed he, to He, a, he a does program. Contract. He goes back and does a, a WrestleMania program as a wrestler. Like from a business perspective, Part-time. I'm sure everyone's signed to performer contract. If you have a contract where you're a business person and you want to perform on TV now, you probably need some sort of live performance contract. Uh, he, yeah. Maybe he was just released from his from that, but it still is crazy the fact that Shane McMahon, son of the CEO, son of Vince, Shane O'Mac, who's been in so many matches, so many things, comes in this Royal Rumble. The reception is it's lukewarm at best. Oh, right? yeah. It, it was if not... Not, I mean, we were not popping for it. You know, no. Jason, how did you feel when you saw and, and heard the money uh, come on? Heard the money. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't blame it so much on Shane. Like, what what, what number was he when he came out? 26 or something like that. Okay, so he was, was he came late, right? So, yeah, was so it was a Royal Rumble that wasn't super eventful in the regard of pri- uh, prizes, surprises. It was kind of yeah. a slow, like boring. We were hoping at the end it would be loaded with, with special, amazing appearances. So he was just put in a bad position, I think, as far as the entrance number and what came mm. before him. He had a little bit of a, oh, there he is, you know. Yeah. Oh. I wonder what would have happened had we gotten a bunch of other superstars, an RVD, a DDP. Give, give us some old classics, you know, the laugh at. And then Shane O'Mac comes out. It did, know, take, yeah. I'm just I naming two of my favorites. <laughs> it fell. <laughs> it fell flat because I think I was expecting – some returns and yeah. the only Some thing NXT I got talent yeah maybe? <laughs> yeah NXT even yeah but all I got was Shane O'Mac and I don't really care about how much money Johnny he's Knoxville got and now. Shane O'Mac were the two like surprises special guests I don't know That's, Bad Bunny was sick but yeah Bad Bunny was so, sick so do you know the thing that annoyed me about Bad Bunny um really pissed me off and it's WWE because they're a bunch of assholes they, they tweeted and, and sent out Instagram pictures. Oh, Bad Bunny's backstage at the Royal Rumble mm. hours before the Rumble kicked off. And I'm like, uh, if you're going to post true. about that, what do you think we're going to think? I mean, it's, you're literally ruining your own surprise. I, I didn't understand why. I mean, if you're talking about this can guy making business decisions... That's a poor one. It had one. to be to get people's, like, Bad Bunny's fans that normally wouldn't watch the Rumble are now going to watch the Rumble because he's in it? Uh, is it going to be Bad Bunny's massive following is now going to tweet about the Rumble? They're going to retweet that post? Is it, like, yeah, is it that maybe. isolated where it's, like, 
that's our <clears> social media it has nothing to do with the on-screen stuff because it usually doesn't right it doesn't necessarily translate doesn't necessarily matter they just put out shit there and if it gets traction great and sometimes you know, it like, ends up ba- being back in TV. the day when they know. had more surprises like the attitude era and um ruthless aggression more people were watching right so there's more yeah. people that surprise like now they're they the numbers are horrible they gotta do whatever they can business wise mm-hmm. to get eyeballs to watch so they'll blow as many surprises as they gotta blow i mean they didn't they didn't do like ronda was a surprise still even though everyone everyone else blew it for us it was so they didn't blown, announce like, it yeah it wasn't official but it seemed like it was leaked because it was so obvious right and but when they want it to be super secret, Vince will put you on a secret plane, fly you in, like you would Jericho and shit, right? Completely disguised. Multiple yeah. I mean, put it this fake way. limos if, and shit. Like, if they really want to keep it secret, H, secret H, 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 they absolutely can. They did it with um, Matt and Jeff at Mania in that ladder yeah. match. You know, Nobody really knew that they were coming back. There was, as there always is, there's rumors about things, but there was sure. no real chat about it. And yeah, it was they came real back, concrete. Oh like, no, I went mental. Ronda seemed like official almost, and that's why we said it seems very obvious that Ronda's going to be yeah. in it. If she is, she's going to win, and we said that many, many times. Yeah, it came true, there but it wasn't know. hard to guess because it was everywhere. I mean, <laughs> but the women's rebels. Stop belittling my pick, you son of a bitch! I know what you're doing. I'm not. It was so obvious. Like it's it's, we, we literally it's said it. Pick. It has nothing to do with your pick, okay? <laughs> nothing to do with your pick. But everybody said it. It wasn't you didn't come up with this genius thing that Ronda's going to come back. Everyone said it. Everyone on the podcast agreed. Not if Ronda's everyone put it, it, it on but a four jobbers pick, which is the most important thing ever. <laughs> the, it is, actually. Maybe I you're checked. Right. Um, Maybe you're right. I'm not, I don't mean to belittle your pick, Jason. I just mean to say that we all knew from a fan perspective, if Ronda Rousey's music hits... She also better fucking win, because that's what I want to see out of Very Ronda Rousey's character. The, Apparently, she was really mad too in the news. Where was she? Had a problem on Raw? She was upset. She had to be talked down. I don't know. I heard some. Saw some. I think she called yeah, someone she, a bitch, but I think that's a you, yeah, you have to do work. that at least once. She uh, she was in an interview and she said something about how the WWE fans, whatever they chant, really gets to her, and she struggles to tune it out. Um, really, and she reacts because of it, which is interesting, I guess. If you're in, good. If you're in mixed martial arts, I guess maybe you you f- feed off of that a little bit, more, or maybe there's not as much criticism around it's you. It's different in, in wrestling. It's a different atmosphere. I don't know. I don't really. Fans know. are like part of the show almost in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And they are, should be like Andrew Stott uh, yeah, said. They should be a character. part of the show. Yeah, yeah you should add are. to it. If they're if they're giving you something, you shouldn't just ignore them, right? And pipe in extra audio, different audio. Like, stupid idiots. Like what, sorry? <laughs> like the stupid idiots at some company. They love to pipe in fake fucking sounds. Fake sounds. Um, fake all sounds. that said, shame it, man. Yeah. Interesting. I don't really know what's happening with him. It seems like he's in the picture still, sort of. Or maybe this is a Ronda Rousey moment. Maybe it's, he's been released. Um, and then he'll appear at Mania in a match against KO again or whatever. I, I don't know. He's going to fall off something at some point. But, That's but all I know. He's booked like um, like a legit wrestler now. Remember like when Goldberg. he was younger? He's he was booked, booked, booked like Goldberg. Like, yeah. I mean. Re- no, he is. He's had more. He's had the same amount of matches as Goldberg in the last couple the of years. Big wins. 
Goldberg doesn't even win anymore. But he's he's booked as a, a legit threat. Back in the day, he was Shane O'Mac. He'll, he's nuts, and he'll do whatever he can to win, and you'll probably but take this crazy lost. smash here and there, but he's not a threat no. by any means. But he got beefy yeah. now. He got beefy. His neck is like oh, the size of boy, Kurt Angle. Big boy. It's big massive. That's the whole point. Hey, everybody, pay attention. You get jacked, you get more opportunities. You look <laughs> Like you're tougher. Uh, unless you're Adam Cole, baby, in you which case, shit. looking like a gas station shot. weasel is fine. He is uh, you know, a big week for him on AEW, my goodness. Yeah, my he's, uh, his, his promo on Rampage uh, after he beat Evil Uno was class. He just starts listing I off the names. him oh. to beat Hangman Adam Page. I'm sorry. I know he's great. He's just not my guy. I so think I want Adam Cole to win. Yeah, Even I think Hangman... Hangman's thing was the build to his title run. And now that he's champ, he's kind of like, I don't care anymore. And it's a he shame. He not built him that tough. He's getting beat up by people a lot, no. it seems like. I don't he's one of those guys Although that gets beat up and that, comes back at the end. His, his first title defense um, against Lance Archer might be a pretty good match, but The problem with see. that is... Lance and Archer I'm just can't a, win? I'm just an outside no. observer because I don't like I don't want to be too harsh on Cowboy... Adam Cowboy, because Cowboy Adam I Cowboy. I, I don't nice. I don't watch a lot of his matches. I've seen the big ones and everything, but there's just something lacking about him or his character or whatever they're doing. In my opinion, he's not a big draw. His name or or his his yeah. his character, but his matches are very good. Obviously, yeah. he's a fantastic worker. Do you know, so he, there's just he's not he's not hitting on all cylinders. There's something no. more he can dig into with the character. He reminds um, me so of then you Cesaro. have him versus Archer, and Archer is not a draw. He's just a no. big guy that you can look strong beating. Yeah. He reminds me to win, of Cesaro. He's, he's matches are always awesome to watch, and I really am in in yeah, the moment. Kind of I'm like, this is insane. One of the best workers. Hands oh down. yeah, Easy. but then when I see that, that that promo work, it's not that it's bad. It's just it's, there's no there's no uninspired because he doesn't yeah, have an enemy. Yeah. If Kenny Omega it feels like he's not injured, fully committed, he's holding something back. Yes. Maybe if back. Kenny Omega wasn't injured, he'd have Kenny to bounce off because that was the whole storyline, right? And that was the thing that I wasn't a part of, but so many fans weren't, which made them so happy and so into a page when he became champion was overcoming Kenny Omega. Now, mm. if this whole time Kenny Omega was trying to get the title back from Hangman and Page who wasn't able to, maybe bouncing off of Kenny would be so much better because Kenny, Kenny, yeah, Kenny, Kenny is a master. But you know, stick. you know, like. I feel like it's more, like you said, it's more the story that got him to where, like, well, and obviously yes. his incredible work that got him to winning the title. And then, like you said, it's taken away and he's, he's just out there floating now. It's not like someone that you can put in any situation and he's he's a draw. Yeah. He's it's, obviously it's not like, at that level. I no. mean, it's, it, imagine watching just a, a random rom-com, right? It gets to the end and the guy falls in love with the girl finally and they get together and they kiss and you're like, oh, that's so beautiful. But then you don't see her leaving the door open when she goes for a shit. And he's like, can you shut that door? Like, I'm sick of telling you. So and you want to see fall. him take a shit with the door open. That's what his exactly. character is missing. I wanna, that's I real cowboy shit. The, the, the that is open. cowboy shit, you know. <laughs> but that's what it's like. It's like there's this happy ending where he wins the title, but then we don't see anything after. Where's the sequel? We need the next deal right now, yeah. real quick, real abruptly. He's an asshole. He shits with the door open. He's like, give me some toilet paper, yeah. sons of bitches. Like, he's just yeah. mean to everybody. 
Be just great. throwing empty bourbon bottles at Jim Ross yeah. and commentary and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Do something. Like, Yo, heel cowboy could be fucking yeah. sick. I would be down for that. Now, obviously, now is not the time because he's about to face the murder hawk uh, rat, but he's a heel as well. Murder hawk rat. I love it. Yeah, whatever he is. Obviously, great worker, fucking beast. But again, it's not a very inspired fucking no. match coming up. You know, we're not. it's not hot. But hopefully something will happen, right? Either someone's going to interfere, something's going to happen that's going to carry this story forward. Because what's next for Hangman Adam Page after this match, Jordan? I mean, it looks like... Who's it, teed it, up? Did they announce it yet, or is it just no, speculation? It, it's MJF. speculation. It looks oh, like because it's going to be... Because you have to say, unlike WWE, you can't say what the next match is before you beat your no. opponent, right? You exactly. can't say, oh yeah, by the way... Uh, there's a title match between these two at the other so, pay-per-view that's more important. This one is just like... Yeah, so cool, cool is number one. But if he loses, yeah, it'll be the other guy, maybe. Yeah. Cool is number one <laughs> oh. at the minute. So it looks like it's going to be uh, Adam Cole, baby. But there's like a... He's in a mix as well. But he's he's exactly. not done with Orange he's Cassidy. In, he's involved in another storyline. Cody Rhodes could it, could is also be, still hanging around. Could it be Moxley and oh, Brian Mox fighting then somewhere? Oh, there's something Ryan over around. there. Dan the, there's so much. Dan it, could be, it could be Dan. It was I, I had no clue who this guy was. I've seen him around. He's a new hot thing. He's been just signed with AEW and appeared. I had no clue why people were freaking out about him. Never heard about him. So I watched a video, and just like him, I'm he was an incredible worker. Just mm. he was kind of bland though. Eventually, and now he popped because he had the character to go with the the work and everything. And Jim Cornette, I remember Andrew said he likes Danhausen. Mm. I found out what, what he really he loves Danhausen because he saw his promos. He talked to him. He's a funny guy. He's engaging, and he's like, I never want to see him wrestle though because I know I'm gonna hate him when I see him do all that flip <laughs> stupid garbage yeah, shit yeah, in the yeah. ring. So he's like, I can't watch yeah, him wrestle because I don't want to hate him. <laughs> just just promo work. Yeah, yeah. Corny shout out. Well, I think that takes us on nicely to a one good and a one pish. One good, one pish, one good, one pish. This is the new Close. Um, yeah. This is the pish. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so your one good, one pish this week is coming from yours truly, the guy who has a sore throat and can't really talk that well. So thanks for making me do it. That's great. Aye. Um, yeah, bunch of losers. So Bunch of hosers. <laughs> we've kind of already touched on it. Um, my, my good and my uh, well my pish anyway my pish I'm going to give to you first and it is pish. unfortunately just generic WWE doing what generic WWE pish. does best you announce you're going to have Roman versus Brock at Wrestlemania but then you tell me that Goldberg is going to face with Elimination Chamber well I Paul know how that's going to pad out Paul Lee like, on the promo on, front, on SmackDown also said, I promise you there will never be a champion versus champion match. Like, I, d what, I don't get it. What are you... What? <laughs> what is happening? And then, and then obviously Brock is in the elimination chamber. Or, uh, this, why are you doing this? To, like, you're trying... And do you know what? Unless I'm totally wrong and they just go, do you know what? Give Brock the title and make Roman lose to Goldberg and then we get Brock versus Goldberg in a title versus title match. 
which I would hate, but at least I would be like, oh, well, you know what? I'm surprised by that. But why are you giving... Can you women, imagine if that happened? Uh, no, because in terms of marketing and whatnot, that would just That's destroy. why I believe that it could happen, but my God, would that suck? That would you, suck so bad. But Roman why, versus why Goldberg's would, never happened, right? Roman versus Brock also not has never happened. Yeah. No, Roman versus Goldberg never happened. Uh, no, it has, hasn't it? Nope. That's that's at least one thing about it. They've never oh, fought. Okay. I mean, it's exciting then, but Unless why I'm are you wrong, giving but... it to me while no, you're no, trying we all, to No, We all know that it has Brock. to happen. We all know that we all know that Roman has to fight him, but like Jordan is saying, we know that Roman's going to win. And I want Roman yeah. to win. Roman should win. All of that stuff. But it just sucks as a fan that, we, you know, we, it, we know it's not going to be a really good match, I think is the problem. I think, right? do, do you know, if I look back at, yeah, it's going to be awful because Goldberg sucks. One of the worst workers ever. He's going to beat Roman in like a minute. But like, <laughs> what would you do? What would you do if that happened? I don't know if I would be mad Even because you, they ruined the troll. best thing in wrestling. You'd or pop. if I'd be Don't happy give me this pish. You'd pop, you freak. I popped last time yeah, uh, Goldberg did it to Brock because it was but so that unexpected. That wasn't like this. It would be pretty unexpected if he did that. Would you not agree? Unexpected, like, I would yes, blow my not, brain. Not good to quote any To quote you from a couple of weeks good, ago. But it would, to it quote you from a few weeks ago, it mm. would be unexpected if somebody broke into my house and shot on my floor. But that doesn't mean it would be good, right? Ooh, I agree. Jaylen. Jason, no, you're Jason, right. Jason. You're right. But a piece of me would be happy because it's so ridiculous, so insane. We know it's, that it's it would be interesting because people would freak out. Yeah, yeah they would. But I it's would. not the right I'd, thing I'd, to I'd, do. I'd, I'd yes. do one of them. It's not the right thing to do. I, I just don't. So if I look back at like when I was watching wrestling growing up, your year started with the build up to the Rumble, and you were always so hyped about it because you were like, "Who's going to be in the Rumble?" Right. You got to the Rumble, and then somebody won. And then from the Rumble to Mania, the whole storyline was about them coming up against opponents to kind of prove that they were worth the fight at Mania. But now it seems what we're doing is, well, okay, we're going to get somebody wins the Rumble, and they're not going to have any storyline between the Rumble and Mania, but the guy who's got the title has to fight his way to get to Mania. Yeah. He's already got the title. He's proved enough. It's true. What, why it's does, like, ultimately the guy or, or woman who's won the Rumble, they are, they are the ones that need to prove that they deserve that shot at Mania. Yes, they won a match. I get that. But I, I, mean, I remember... They won the Rumble. It, yeah, yeah. They, like, if the they... Title. There was a Chance year when you title. had somebody won... I can't even remember who it was now, but somebody won the Royal Rumble. And then for the next month or so, it was a build-up of everybody saying, nah, nah, you cheated, and then this and that the next time. And they ended up in a, a contenders match at No Way Out in February. And whoever won that got the main event. Now, it was the same person who won the Rumble. I can't remember who it was now. But that happened, and it made sense, because you're like, okay, I understand why this storyline is progressing the way it is. But why have Brock win the Rumble... And he goes, yeah, I'm going to face Roman and then have Goldberg test Roman before Mania. That doesn't make um, sense to me. It's just to make Roman look even better and beat Goldberg. I don't know. That's, I mean, it's... it's 
a Saudi yeah, okay. show. You need to have a super. Oh, that's event. no, that's the main thing. Okay, yeah, it's a Saudi show. We, we They're giving them like a dream match or of course whatever it's Goldberg you call it. versus Roman. It's dream match. It's pish for the regular fans. Yeah, the Saudi the, the Saudi uh, pay per views almost but are with, like an alternate timeline in the MCU universe. Like yeah, right. true. Yeah, like Logan or something. Right, it can be a beautiful piece of art on its own that's not connected. Yeah, yeah because they, they treat them like WrestleMania. Why can't there like, be, especially because you're getting so much money, why can't you just drip it in story for the rest of us, right, for us wrestling fans? We had Britt Baker this week on AEW in a fantastic promo, and there's all kinds of little things happening. Every character in the scene has something going on. Someone's coming in. Now Britt Baker's pissed off because she's giving money to this person. This person didn't complete their job. But she didn't tell her best friend about it. So now her best friend's kind of pissed off. But it's not like the main thing of the story. It's just, oh, yeah, but there's just a little sprinkling of story. We get to understand what every character is going through in this scene. Now, AEW doesn't do this all the time. Okay? I don't know if it's a budgetary thing or what. Not every – this is a main event. This is the women's title picture that they do all of this on. But if WWE was doing this and we had – some more uh, fire behind the story about why and Ro- why Roman and Brock are fighting, it would sort of take away from the fact that we know that Roman is going to win because we'd be like, well, what's going? Maybe maybe he's going to kick the fucking shit out of him because Roman pissed off uh, Goldberg's son and now Goldberg's really upset and Goldberg comes at him with a lead pipe. I don't know. Give me something. You know, it's a really good point, actually. Even in terms of storyline, it kind of makes more sense for the Elimination Chamber to be on SmackDown, not on SmackDown, but like with the SmackDown superstars, and then have right. Bob, Bobby versus Goldberg at the Elimination Chamber, sick. right? That makes right. more sense because Bobby choked out his son or whatever, right? Like, That's what, just do the same thing with the other. Just switch it. Forget that Bobby did because yeah. WWE does that all the time. Make make him choke him out instead. Punch him in the head. Smack the kid in the face. Now I got some story and I'm fine. You know, it's not hard. It isn't, but ultimately the match that apparently will make them more money is Roman versus Goldberg, and that's why we're seeing it. That is the decision made, really. Am I good? Yeah. Am I excited to see it? Yes, of course I am, because I'm an idiot and I'm going to pay for it nonetheless. I'm still going to watch it. I'm complaining, but I'm still a dick at the (laughs) end of the day. We're allowed to. We're allowed to have opinions. This is a pretend show. If you don't think we're allowed to have opinions, fucking get off and jog away. I don't know. At the end of the day, we we still love love the wrestling. We love the wrestling, you know. Um, Yeah. But let's move on from my pish. Here's my good. And it's going to be really straightforward, real easy for you to digest. And if you disagree with me, that's fair. My one good is, of course, has to be CM Punk versus MJF. I have one fault with that match. It was too long. It was a little bit too long. But ultimately, I loved it. It, was, it didn't feel long, though, for me. It was, it was but you're, long. I think you might be right, but it didn't feel long. If, like, I watched it and unfortunately had all the ad breaks as well. It was like... Oh, the ads were fucked. It, yes. was, like a, it was a good 35 oh. minutes from bell to bell. It's a long time to be watching, watching Without something. picture in picture, it's fucking awful. Yeah, it's, it's that so That many annoying. ad breaks in a match. 
I mean, it's not pay-per-view or premium event or whatever you it want to matter. call it. So I get that. I, I get that. But it's like a fucking J Station done... video having ten mid-roll ads, Jason. Hmm. Piddling. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it was so well worked. I think they did so well in trying to make sure they pissed off the fans in Chicago as best they could. Oh. I thought MJF looked great. At moments, I thought he looked really weak at other moments. I thought mm. Punk looked insane, but then there was other moments where I was like, he is, he looks burst here, you know? Yeah, like, yeah he's out of gas. He's the so, injured, there was yeah. so much story between the two of them throughout the entire match. And I think the thing I loved, particularly at the start, right, when you see Punk gets away with so much throughout the, the beginning of the match, they're out the ring for about 10 minutes and the ref's not yes. calling anything. <laughs> he's smashing like colas into his face and all that kind of stuff from the crowd. He's like, the beer. Like, <laughs> why, is, why is he not calling a DQ on this? You know, he, oh, he's odd. Oh, and they explained it. The, the commentary team were saying, you know, that he's giving them a bit more leeway because of the gravity of the match. And I'm You're like, right. cool. At least they said something, yeah. I'm fine with it then. That's absolutely fine. He has yeah. the, the remit to decide. That's cool. Yeah. But like... It, it then didn't bother me when MJF was doing some thumb in the eye and all that kind of dirty yeah. stuff after because I was like, it, it's only fair. You gave it out, That's Punk, right. you need to take it, you know? And the actual story throughout was great. The, the fact that he choked him with the, the rope or whatever and right. then, you know, he sees it and he's like, right, nah, nah, match is back on, let's keep going. I was like, what is going on? I didn't think that was going to happen. That was great. No, I thought that was it. I really did. I was like, Hang on a minute. I was like, wow, really? That's, this is so fucked. That's weird. Like, that's... Oh, let's go! <laughs> and then we get another 20 minutes, right? Yeah. The finish to the match. Jason, I uh, might have some comments here. I'd love to hear from the contrarian after. I enjoyed it, but I do have some okay. caveats to that. But Jason, what have you watched it? What do you think about it? Um, Jason's a cuck. He didn't watch the I'm, match. If I'm not Jackass. mistaken, this... Uh, how many times has he done this finish? Uh, I know at least one one other time he did the ring finish. A few. Oh, yeah. probably at least is, two is or one three other his, times. No, many times, many times. Even the yeah. small matches, he'll use the ring. It's his gimmick. It's okay, his so okay, so he's he's always using the ring. Like I don't hate the ending because I know it's going to bring hopefully another match. But it's just like every time you go into a feud, you got to expect there's going to be the oh, just the, they'll get through the first match to get to the second match. Like every time, I don't I don't know. I, I just I just miss like legit wins, even if it isn't the blow off, even if it isn't WrestleMania. Just give me a legit monumental win once in a while. Like this is a huge win right. for him, regardless. But yeah. obviously, it's not quite two. because he cheated. Um, Still two. I don't know. I just like it, it's harder to write, I guess. Right? Because now you know what's gonna happen. CM Punk's gonna be mad. They're gonna fight again. It's easy. It's like if MJF beats him clean, like how do you how does CM Punk recover from that? What does he say to get past that? What All he has to do is gonna... have a five star match with Daniel Bryan and beat Daniel Bryan clean. Sword. Or John Moxley there's, or there's someone. Stuff you could short, short memories in wrestling. I mean, the I don't chat, think it matters that much, but you bring up a good point. The chat at the minute is that at Revolution, which is their next big pay per view, there's probably going to be MJF versus um, Punk two or three technically, I guess. Um, so. Wait, well, they fought twice that night, technically, didn't they? Matches oh. restarted. 
But yeah, the second full match. But yeah, like it's gonna. He it, beat him clean twice the chat in is Chicago. It's, it's gonna be, um, it's gonna be that, and then it's probably gonna be Punk redeeming himself against MJF. I put it to you that actually a better end to that is MJF winning clean over CM Punk. That'd be crazy. In number two, in the second match, yeah, I would yeah, love 100%, to see that. Hundred percent. How many? See, how many wrestlers of CM Punk's caliber in CM Punk's position coming into new company would allow something like that? I don't think there's many. To put over MJF, Daniel like Bryan. Daniel Bryan would. Maybe but he's a very special guy as well. You're but, right. But I mean, CM Punk's case is like, when's the last time a a, a superstar has come back? After seven years, and they've been chanting his name for seven years, and he finally came. Like I've never seen that. Shane O'Mac. I mean, put it put it this <laughs> way, right? If if you're MGF and you lose to CM Punk, where does that put you after? Put you mean, right at the bottom, right at the bottom. Because and he's CM got Punk no... loses, he's still CM Punk. See, yeah. exactly. CM Punk has nothing to lose in losing that match because but he would still, still be like, cheered as CM Punk. Yeah. And there's still the MGF loses. That... CM Punk needs the win. He's back. He hasn't had that big win. If he beats MJF, MJF can have another match and win, and it'll be forgotten too. It's crazy. It's it's awesome, actually. I don't know what's going to happen. You need to give MJF the rub enough to the point where he could start rubbing off on others, where he could be the guy that it won't hurt him if he loses. He, you got to finish He's rubbing so him young. off until it's over. You can't He's stop so halfway young. through. And will he resign? Could be the hottest free agent well, in history of wrestling. But anyways, just just to say about the disqualification again, uh, I understand it has to happen sometimes and it works. All I ask is that at least there's some consistency going forward and they bring up the fact that he cheated and management has a problem with the fact that he cheated and something is done. It's not just, hey, he can pull out the ring and win any time. Like something needs to be done about it. Didn't he beat Jericho clean a few times? I think he beat Maybe. Jericho at once. clean once. He beat him with yeah. the ring, didn't he? <laughs> there was a, once, yeah, there was definitely many something. Rings. Many, many. He reminds me he's, won it, he's won it three times. You know, he gets what do you think, Jordan, of the, of the Adam Cole match early in the night? It was a fast match. I'm pretty sure he won clean. Is that when Adam House, uh, House, was Dan Housen Adam came out? Adam Housen. Do <laughs> <laughs> you mean the, the match with him and... Um... Adam Cole fought Penta, right? No, he fought Evil Uno. Oh, yeah, Evil Uno. But he squashed him. Yes, yeah, so he squashed him. I was on Rampage. That was on Smashed Friday, actually. Him. Friday um, Rampage, Adam Cole squashed him, which is crazy because he's such a good wrestler and he has a good record and everything else. I did not expect it to happen. I, think I wanted I'll, a long, fun match. Yeah. I mean, but we, I was kind of no. like, oh, shit. This is, this is what I was saying Adam Cole earlier. just crushed him. Like, this it is, was all Adam about Cole's the promo. Legit. It was all about the promo. And then the, the promo was fire, too. So it was just yeah. the whole thing for me was like, again, I've always said that I'm not an Adam Cole guy, but... This is another instance that, like, he's booked very well. And when he is, he not only grabs the opportunity, but he fucking runs with it and, mm. and spits out a great promo. So I was like, fuck. The, the match was, um, the match was purely to get him into the ring. There was no other reason for him to be out there other than that But match. I expected a long match. He fucking squashed yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Because his, his segment was the promo. And they thought, how do we get him to the ring? Oh, we'll put him in a squash match. I'm just saying, like in kayfabe, from a wrestling perspective, I'm like, this guy's a fucking legit badass. He just squashed him. You yeah. should not be squashing this guy. It Especially should not be when happening. he's it like be... a foot and a half taller than him. It should, it should be a, a badass match where he comes from behind because he's smaller and all this. No, he squashed Frog. him. Crazy. Crazy. Ooh. Yeah, wild. Um, Fast forward, Jason. Are you done? <laughs> You're finished. Done. 
One good, one pitch done? Yep. Okay. Can I add a... <laughs> That's it. it. Yeah, take it away. <laughs> no, it is before, actually over bef- there. Are you done? Before we move on to our final segment of the night, Jason, what do you have to say? No, I just want to squeak one one good in there. There's one tiny little good for... Um, uh, oh. Jason's good of the week. Chad Gable. Yeah, that's fair. Whoa, yeah. Chad Gable is firing on all cylinders. Keep pushing him. He's fantastic. He's incredible. What what do you like about him? Um, He's charismatic. He's engaging. Shush. Shush, 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 shush. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he does. Shush. It's actually more like a shush. 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 Have you seen the video, the, the many shushes of Chad Gable? It's great. Shoot. I think it's actually, w- yo, someone posted that thing. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't click on it. I think I'll it was WB now, that did it. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> Shush. Um, yeah, Chad is. To, to be fair, he is doing very well. I said this to you, you guys earlier. I think, as just a guy who is good at wrestling and was an Olympic champion, His name was or Shorty G. He survived yeah. that. I was like. I don't really care. But the fact that he has a backstory now in that his partner is his legitimate friend and partner. Oh, yeah. That that makes me so much more interested in him. And now he's had a bit more time on the mic. And yeah, he's doing all right. And Otis is no slouch. I love that he's with Otis because Otis is funny. Otis is a great wrestler. And they work together so well. It's not just like one of those things where even though Chad Gable is like the shining star right now, Otis has been the shining star before. So this is a legit tag team. Matching outfits. Tag team name. Let's fucking go. Tag team wrestling. Ah. American Alpha. No, sorry. Alpha Academy. Got that wrong. <laughs> My apologies. Kurt Angle's son, Jason Jordan. What? Yeah. Why it wasn't short EG, we'll never know. Maybe if you but... put these two guys together, though, they become Kurt Angle. Otis and, and um, Shorty together. Why is, is he? I mean, is Kurt Angle's neck? Himself. Is that Otis? Is that... Well, he doesn't have the size of Kurt Angle. Yeah, he's not. He's not yeah, a. Okay. You know, he's not a wrestling machine as much as he is a machine. Uh, I think he he's not is wrestling a wrestling, wrestling machine. machine. Maybe he is. He but he's could not be the wrestling. He's no, not he's Kurt not, Angle. He's not the. He's a. You could say he's. I'm not saying he's as good as Kurt Angle, but uh, he is. I'm saying that's why I'm saying those two together would be Kurt Angle. Sure. And I love Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle is. Even though he's rated really high, still underrated. That's maybe fair. that's that's, that's huge. That's a huge huge shout out. Bum, so let's jump in to our final da, 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 segment da, 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 of the night. No, trivia. You stinky, trivia. freaky jobbers cutting over there trivia. in Canada, thinking, oh, I'm gonna get some multiple choice questions today from Jordan. You ain't getting anything like that. Now, as ever, for those who have not seen, we are giving the jobbers each week some questions from the ultimate WWE trivia book or something. Accurate up to 2002. All right. So always remember that because there could be a question that comes out. You're like, oh, I think the answer is this. But actually, that that happened in 2003. Oops. Exactly. Satisfaction so, guaranteed with this book, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. The puppies. Um, <laughs> so I have two questions for you this week. One dates back all the way to 1997. 
Uh, the other, I believe, is uh, 99. So we'll come to that shortly. Ice Storm. But here is the first question for you, Jobbers. Again, you'll get another point in the bracket. Uh, Waxman, I love you. I know you're not here tonight, so I'm just going to instantly give you one point because I think you're a legend. Anyways. So enjoy that, you freak. The points don't matter and the game is made up. Here we go. Exactly. Um, So here is question number one for your trivia. You ready? For the first time in raw history... The World Championship changed hands on the show in February the 17th, 1997. But who defeated who? For the first time? For the first time in Raw raw history, the World Championship changed hands on the 17th of February. The first time in history on Raw. So what you you need to think about here is who was the champion in February of 1997, February of 1997, Ooh. and who defeated him? That's tough. That's, it should oh, be right after. Say... So I'm testing a couple of bits of knowledge here. It's a tough question. I'm not yeah. saying it's easy. But... Very tough. I'm going to say... Uh... Oh, I've got them on the ropes. I love it. Come on, Jobbers. Give, give me something. Give me something to work on here. Oh, I'm going to say little... The Undertaker lost to Bret Hart. The Undertaker I was thinking Bret. To Bret and then I was Hart. thinking Undertaker or Yoko. I'm going to go with Yoko, Bret. So, from Jason, we had, the, we had Bret Hart defeats The Undertaker. To win the world championship, and then from Ginger Brett defeats Heat, Yoko. I don't know. We think that Brett defeats Yokozuna. I, I imagine. I, I imagine it wasn't Yoko that married John. Came back for so. one night only in '97. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you, you, you're both quite close. I will ah. give you that. You're absolutely Psycho right. Sid and Brett. Mm. Oh, your Ooh, answer doesn't count. Your answer was locked in. I'm sorry, Jason. It was already was locked in. You were absolutely right. Psycho uh, Sid defeated Bret Hart on uh, February the 17th. That's how funny. Oh, I'm so... Yeah, I was thinking it was after WrestleMania. It was before. And then he was the champion. And then The Undertaker beat him. That's why I got it confused. It was before, That's not why after. It was after, and I didn't say anything. And then I was... Uh, there yeah, you go. Son of you a were bitch. both close. You knew that Brett was involved mm-hmm. in that picture, mm-hmm. but you were just. I knew because '97 was a screw job year, and he, I knew he got screwed. So there we yeah. go. I didn't. Very think close, guys. Sid. Very close. Oh, but Psycho Sid. Psycho no, Sid defeated six. Bret Hart in February. Psycho Sid was, no, he was sick never for sick. a while. He was. Never he was. Sick. No, he was fun, but he was never. When sick. he came out and do the, did the fist bumps to everybody, it was like that creepy music. So yeah, and then give him the mic. What happens? Yeah, that was the problem. Could have been great, but like giving Bush the mic. Yeah, that's why you can't have him as a serious, I'm going to murder you character. He had to be some fucking something else. A goon. (laughs) Someone's goon. But uh, let's jump into our next question. Are you ready for this one? (laughs) In uh, February 99. So let me just double check. 99. After WrestleMania. Almost exactly 13 years. No, 23 years ago. February 9th. Yeah, Yeah, same date. That's crazy. Um, Awesome. On Raw, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin was in a gauntlet match against every member of the corporation. Which corporate member was finally able to pin the rattlesnake? Now think about who was in the corporation. And who was finally able to I'm pin... I'm just going to go with the first guy that came to mind. And the big is? boss man. That's what I was thinking. But could it be? Call. Big boss man pinning Stone Cold? It's possible. Who else is there that would have been able to beat him? Who else is in the corporation? Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Interesting. My dude. So we've got Big Boss Man from Jason. Test. Ginger Heat. Let's go Ken. That's my dude, right? That's my Ken boy. Ken Shamrock. It's got to be one or the no. other. If Ken was a chocolate bar, he'd probably be a Kit Kat. Because he want to break off a piece. Because he broke in two. I don't want to break off a piece, yeah. Oh, and he can you break go. you in half. And nice. like Jason, he takes a he eats it like this. <laughs> oh, bites the whole bar. It's a sick fuck, Jordan. I'm Is that how you eat a Kit Kat? You, <laughs> you for those who I can't see. Can, you can find out that Jason I is wearing like two hats and today. Be right? less offended than how I, I eat a Kit Kat. What? <laughs> Jason cut about wearing two hats tonight. Nuts. I thought that was offensive, and then he tells yeah. me he just takes a normal bite of <laughs> a, Kit a Kit Kat. What a freak! <laughs> He's out of his mind, Jordan. I don't believe it. I don't Honestly, play by your rules. Well, Jason, I'm proud to say then that you're absolutely wrong. Uh, <laughs> I am unhappy to say that uh, Brad is also wrong. The corporate, member second, that was, <laughs> the corporate member that was finally able to pin Stone Cold Steve Austin was, of course, Vince. Mr. McMahon himself. Oh, himself. Uh, he's not a member. He's question. the... Good the, question. The leader. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> he's not a member. He's the leader. <laughs> so no points for you jobbers today. But like I say, I will give Waxman one because I like him. Waxman uh, wins. Uh, and there you go. Waxman wins this week. But we'll tally them up and we'll continue to go through the the year or decade or however many more trivia things I can be bothered asking you. And Half uh, point for Brett. Yeah. <laughs> point five. I point two do. five. No, you said no, Yokozuna. You said you get a half point for Brad, but minus 10 for saying Yokozuna. <laughs> it's not 1994. He says 1997. Hey, fuck off, Jason, you stupid idiot. Two hat What's wearing that? cuck. What a cuck. Moon cuck. Well, I guess that about does it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that, that was a fun episode. We missed the wax, of course, and I hope that he comes back to us next week. Also, uh, another shout-out. If you haven't listened to the episode with with Andrew Stott, it was an amazing episode. It was oh, really fun to hear his stories, beautiful. him going on and on about Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, backstage things, letting us know what it's like to be an actual professional wrestler because we don't know what the fuck it's like. We're a bunch of jobbers. We're idiots. We just watch it and, and give our takes on it and give our perspective, but he's an actual wrestler, so thank you so much to him for coming out. We wish him the best this year. We're going to be at some live shows, the four jobbers, or at least three of the four Hopefully, we'll be in attendance Absolutely. for those shows. And if I can make it over to Edinburgh, hopefully, we'll see a wrestling show. Obviously, probably not. But it would Let's be fucking it. sick. And thank you all for listening. Let's play some music. We'll see you out here at the Four Jobbers on social media. Ginger Heat, They Hate Jason, the body from Kirkati. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next fucking week. Peace. <laughs>